Change is strong, and you can experience it at Gold's Gym. For a limited time only, join the most supportive and dedicated community in fitness for just $1. Get access to the latest cardio and strength equipment, the best group exercise classes, and expert personal trainers dedicated to your success. A stronger you is waiting at Gold's Gym today. Tap the banner now for a free pass. Offer ends February 29th. Valid with select new memberships at participating locations only. Commitment required. Annual fee and other restrictions may apply. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dagwood Mill. That draws us to. Hello, I'm really privileged to be here. Um, because this is my first time, and in fact, um, I've been seeing this great man of God, and uh, uh, in fact, uh, the first time I shook him, there was a lot of blessings in my life after, and uh, today I'm really privileged to minister here, and uh, I present to you only two songs, all from uh, a great composer called Handel, a classical composer. Uh, the first one is comforting my people, and he, uh, uh, God promised us that every valley in our lives shall be exalted. All crooked places in our lives shall be straight, and all rough places shall be plain. And the last one is hallelujah. Enjoy yourselves.
to sing with me. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine.
Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Care of salvation, purchase of God. One of his spirits washed in his blood. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Heaven's submission. All is at rest. I in my Savior am happy and blessed. Watching and waiting, looking above. Filled with His goodness, His goodness This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Oh, this is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. your hands together and please take your seats. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Ida. One day the woman of Zebedee the mother of James and John came to see Jesus. I want my sons, James and John, to sit on your right hand and on your left. But Jesus said, Are ye able to drink? The cup that I shall drink Are ye able to be baptized With the baptism That I am baptized with Oh man, you don't You know that I love your sons, your boys, James and John. But the hour will come when they must. 
must take the cross, pay the price, follow me. Oh, woman, do you want your sons to bear much fruit? Then they must lose their Strive to have that blessing. 
It is your great reward From the King of Kings The winner takes it all He who overcomes Walks the streets of gold In glory victory So will you to see you there in your beautiful mansion a mansion built for you by your Lord and King you must wear your crown overcome temptation and you can have a crown a crown forevermore On a special mission to be a preacher and a teacher when the lost at any cost for Jesus Christ. I must build a church and make it grow somehow. This is my mission, the work of God. 
Time for the word, amen. Oh, I can't feel your excitement. I said it's time for the word, amen. And we are so blessed that this morning our Father has a word for us. If you're excited, make some noise and let's welcome Bishop Dragonwood Mills. Oh, I see the light the Lord has given for 
see the light the Lord has given. Oh, I see the light. Father, thank you for this morning. What a blessing to be in your house. We are grateful. Guide and speak to us in a very special way. We open our hearts. I want everybody to pray, God, give me light. Speak to me. Speak to me. Speak to me. Thank you, Jesus, for speaking to us all today. We are grateful in Jesus' name. We thank you. Just pray, God, touch my heart. Open my heart. Bless us, Lord, your wonderful Holy Scripture. We love you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. Are you glad to be here? This is our first Sunday with um, a new government. Wow. Now, I've been sharing with you about greatness. Now, some time ago, I would have thought that greatness, when you talk about being great, is like pride. You know, something arrogant. But I think it's quite biblical. God said to many people that were going to be great. And we are related to many of those people. Luke 1, 15. He shall be great. This is John the Baptist. In the sight of the Lord. And shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb. That's John the Baptist. The angel speaking to the father, Zacharias. And telling him, you're going to have a son and he shall be great. And the Bible, Jesus said, Uh, everyone in the kingdom is greater than John the Baptist. I mean, that's big time. So all of you here are great. According to this scripture, you are great. Because Jesus said, among those that are born of women, there's not risen a greater than John the Baptist, but notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So you are the least, I'm the least, and we are greater than John the Baptist. It's difficult to believe, but tell somebody it's difficult to believe how great you are, but I'm, I'm being forced to accept that even you are greater than John the Baptist. Wow! Isn't it difficult to believe So, I'm not expecting you to understand as many as received and as many as believed. He gave them power to become the sons of God. All right. So, I'm prophesying to you because through prophecies, many great things are going to happen to you. Amen. Luke chapter 1 and verse 32. This is about Jesus. I preached a little about this on Christmas Day. This is the angel. In the same chapter of Luke chapter 1, the angel appeared to Zacharias and uh, 
also to Mary. And both times he said, you shall be great, you shall be great. So it's not just for Jesus or God, but all of us. And Jesus, uh, he says in verse 32, he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. All right? So, and Bible says in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 11 that Jesus is not ashamed to call us brothers. Is that not amazing? Yeah. So, brothers, that's a blessing. So, if a brother, a brother of a goat is a goat. A brother of a lizard is a lizard. A brother of an elephant is an elephant. So, big size. So, receive your greatness. Amen. Do you like prophecies? Turn to Ezekiel 37. Let me show you something there. Some of you are wondering why I'm saying big things to you. But I'm learning myself to say big things to people. Yes. The hand of the Lord, verse 1, was upon me and carried me out in the spirit into the midst of a valley which was full of bones. And uh, he caused me to go around them and they were very dry. Do you know what are dry bones? Like bones usually have some juice. Is that not so? Don't you like bones? Yeah. But these ones were dry. Hey! And then he said in verse 3, can, son of man, can these bones live? And I said, uh, you know, this is a polite spiritual way of answering questions. Lord, thou knowest. In case you ever have a vision of Jesus and he asks you something big, just this is how to answer, okay? Lord, thou knowest. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones, upon the bones, and say to the bones, speak to the bones, the dry bones. Oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. You see, that's why we are prophesying. We are, we are saying big things. Okay? That says the Lord unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you and I will bring upon you flesh and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I, com- as I was commanded. I prophesied as I was commanded. You see, and I'm also prophesying to you greatness as I have been commanded. And then as I prophesied, as I was speaking those fantastic, I mean, saying to bones, you are going to live. Then there was a noise. I hear some noises around your life. And behold, a shaking. Wow. And the bones came together. Your life is coming together in 2017. Bone to his bone. I mean, this, this prophet didn't even know anatomy. When you say bone to his bone, we have each bone is attached to another bone. We have the name. Each bone is linked. It's connected to a particular bone. 
So the right person for your life is coming into your life in 2017. Not a misfit bone, but the right bone is coming to join to the right bone. Whatever is suitable for you in 2017 will be added to you in 2017. In Jesus' name. Do you believe such things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe it. I'm not expecting you to understand. Tell your neighbor, I don't understand the message, but I believe it. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. He said, Charlie, I don't understand how the bones can live, but I am going to experience it. Amen. Is it amazing? Shall I show you more amazing scriptures? (laughs) I believe you came to church today. And uh, you want to hear fantastic things. There are more fantastic things in the Bible. Tend to Ezra. Ezra. Chapter 6. The topic is greatness, but I'm just explaining to you why I'm I keep on saying to you, you are going to be great. You are going to be great. Ezra chapter 6 and verse 14. Now, the elders of the Jews, okay, these are the elders who are building the temple. He says, listen, and the elders of the Jews builded and they prospered through the prophesies of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Edo. They prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet. So you are prospering through the prophesying of Dag the prophets. Yes. Yes. They prospered. You see, they, they built, I said, they, the elder were secular people. Like, when I say secular, they believe in God. Never think, never put your Christianity low. Yes. Don't hide it. They, prof, prof, they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Edo. And they built it and they finished it. They finished it according to the commandment of God and according to the commandment of Cyrus and da- these are all kings. Secular men. Darius, Artaxerxes, king of Persia. Cyrus, Darius and Artaxerxes. Three secular kings 
people as secular elders prospered through the prophesies of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Edo. Your better, greater days are just happening to you now in Jesus' name. So when the prophet of the Lord is speaking to you the prophecies, like I'm speaking to you the words of the Lord, don't take it lightly. Yes. Don't think I'm just saying things to make you happy. When I say great, just say great it is, great it is. It is great. When I look at your bones, you say, how can these bones live? But I don't know how the bones can live myself. Lord, thou knowest. Wow. Second Peter. There are more scriptures. Chapter 1. Verse 18. Look at it. This voice came from heaven which we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. Verse 19. We have also hmm, a more sure word of prophecy. More sure. You see, the scripture is, is talking about the scripture. If you go to the next verse, 20, it says, it says, knowing this that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. So the scripture is a prophecy. So when you come to church, you know, people, people think that a prophecy is when you say, That says the Lord, you shall be, you shall be. Then that's a prophecy. No prophecy of the scripture. Look at it. No prophecy of the scripture. Scripture is a prophecy. No prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. But holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. It came not in by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So you, you notice verse 19 again. Notice verse 19. We have a more sure word of prophecy. Where unto you do well that you take heed. You see, you are doing good for yourself when you take heed to this, what, what is being said. Scriptures that are being told. You do yourself a lot of good. If you listen to the preaching, you are doing yourself a lot of good. You do well that ye take heed. As unto, you are, it's as, as unto a light that shines in the dark place. You see, many of us are in a dark place. Our lives, sometimes you come to a dark place. We shall be with you through the valley of the shadow of darkness. Life is only full of brightness. The dark places. So this scripture is talking about dark places of life. It says, you do well that you take heed unto it as you, as, as you take heed unto a light that shines in a dark place. When you get to a dark place, here's a light. Ah, this is the way. Until the day dawn or until everything is clear and the day start arise and shine in your heart. So 
God gives us a sure word of prophecy. More sure word of prophecy through his word. If you ask me what is the prophecy for me to do, I can see it in the Bible. Go into the world, preach the gospel. Jesus said, I will build my church. I don't need any prophet to tell me anything. I have the more sure. You see, why, why do we say more sure? Because a lot of prophecies are not sure. Before the elections, we had prophets on TV arguing with each other. This one said Akufuado will win. This one says Mahama will win. Zephaniah 3.4 Zephaniah 3.4 Her prophets are light and treacherous persons and her priests have polluted the sanctuary. Light and treacherous people are calling themselves prophets. And prophesy, one says this, one says this, one says this. I'm not saying all prophets are light and treacherous, but it exists. It's it's something that exists. And the Bible says, you know a true prophet, but when he says something, it comes to pass. So we 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 are standing on something very sure. And that's what we should, we should hold by. Yes. Now, back to Ezra. Six. Was it six? Yes. Fourteen. They, profit, they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai. These are secular people who prospered as Haggai was prophesying. Alright? So I want you to be like that. And all of you who are not pastors, of which is most people are not pastors. Listen. Don't play down your Christianity. You see, yesterday uh, at the inauguration, the vice president, our new vice president, he had no hesitation to say that his name is Alaji. Alaji. That means I've been to Mecca. You can't be an allergy unless you have been to Mecca to pray there. Yes. He's added his religion to his name and everybody should be aware, please. Yes. Everybody should be aware. But Christians, you see, when the Christians came on, they said, oh, we don't need to pray. We've already prayed at wherever. Yes. That's how they started. You know, we've already prayed at whatever, so we don't need to pray. We prayed in the morning at the parliament. So we don't need to pray here. Yeah. That's how Christians are. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes you even see people, you say somebody like Obama, you say that he's a Christian. Then later on, you don't know what is Christianity. What does it mean? People like Donald Trump, who you may despise, somebody may despise. He rather says that Christmas is coming back. We are going to say Merry Christmas again. And he's giving them notice that they are going to write on it, Merry Christmas, not Happy Holidays. In America, they don't say Merry Christmas again. Yeah. Seasons, greetings, and what have you. So Christians must be you must, we must now become more clear. You know something? I'm a very Christian type of person. I don't go with all these things. Clearly. So Ezra prospered by the prophesying. So as you, I don't, if you think I'm not prophesying, 
then you will not, you will not, you will, you, you miss most of the things. But prophesying is like preaching. We have the more sure word of prophecy. The word that we are, if you like, read it and say, that this man shall become this. The lazy man shall do, it's a prophecy. It happens always. It's more sure than, it's more sure than somebody says, standing here and say that you shall not prosper. So, ah, it's a, a slothful man will become like, a diligent man will stand before kings. I mean, it is, it is a prophecy about diligence. It happens more surely than somebody says, I see you there. I see you there. I see you, you'll be there. And he said, a diligent man shall stand before kings. That's all. It's a very sure word of prophecy that as you are diligent and you work hard, you will stand before kings. That's it. Do you believe it? Amen. So, this is just, you know, a side something to help you to believe when I'm preaching to you about greatness. Believe it. Can these dry bones live? Just believe it. And the more you believe it, the more you prosper. Amen. All right. Now, how do people... uh, I was showing you that John the Baptist becomes great. Um, What is his name? Became great. Jesus was prophesied that he'd be great. Now, Abraham, in Genesis chapter 12, was also prophesied to that he would be great. In Genesis 12, verse 2, it says, I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee. And I will make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. Amen. So that's a big thing there. Alright. How all right, do you become um, blessed? It's right there. I will bless thee and make thy name great. Blessings make a person great. Yes. Declarations from God. You shall be great. Make a person great. So, everybody here must seek to be blessed. And avoid things that bring curses. Alright? So, the blessing of God came on Abraham. So, now I just want us to look at... We have already had enough... What I've preached already is enough to keep you going. But just to round it up, about Abraham, you know, what made Abraham's blessings multiply and made him such a blessed person? If you look at Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, he said, go forth from your country, okay, and from your relatives, Okay, from your relatives and from your father's house to the land I will show thee. Then I will make you great, a great nation, okay, and I will bless you and I will make thy name great. Okay, so number one, notice in verse 12, chapter 12, verse 1. This is Abraham's story starts from chapter 12. And ends in verse chapter 22 of Genesis. Alright. So it's all about Abraham in between there. Now, the Lord said to Abraham, go out of your country. So the first thing that he says, and I will bless you. God's calling makes a person great. God never called somebody to demote him. 
Like I've, I'm calling you to spoil your life. I've called you to, 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 to just rubbish you. No, no. So, don't reject the call of God. Okay? And the call of God, I believe that a genuine call of God has no, nothing to see. There's nothing in front of it that is, I will be this, I will have this. When I, when I took obey the call of God, there was nothing. I had nothing to see. Oh, you're going to have a car. You're going to have a house. You're going to America. No. All I had was myself, finish school, and I can either follow, become a doctor. I was already a doctor. Follow and become a wonderfully great doctor in America. As most of my, my close friends are in America. My close friends, I don't have to struggle to go to America. When I was going to start the church in America, all I had to do was go to my mate's house. I tell her, I, took, I called my classmate, my roommate, classmate, medical schoolmate. I'm coming, Charlie, I'm coming. Okay, Charlie, come. There's space. And there has always been space in his house, Dr. Nosh. He's always have space for me. I don't struggle because those are my mates. So when the Lord said, go out, I was not going to something. I was going to nothing. So people who are always looking for something, I want to see exactly what you, you are offering. Those are the people who never get anywhere with God. God, to please God, you must have faith. You must really believe. So all of you who are looking, oh God, I want you to show me something. Show me. Look, up till now, I'm looking to see Jesus. I have still not seen him. I'm seeing nothing, but I'm believing. Blessed are those who have not seen, but they believe. So when God calls you, when God calls you, go. It's a sign that God wants to really bless you. Yes. It's a sign that God wants to bless you. So hear the call of God. When God says do something, do it. Do it. And you see, God has made us kings and priests. Even, you see, apart from pastors and people who are in the ministry, there are kings. So in both worlds, God has made you the upper level of both worlds. The king and then the priest. So if you are in the priestly side, be a priest. If you are a king, be a king. And in that realm, God is going to bless you. And no more be ashamed to call yourself a believer. I want us to be more open about it. Let's learn from our brothers on the other side. They are very confident about their religion. They show it and they use it. They use it in politics. In everything, they promote themselves. And they are spreading. So we too must learn from them. It's time to stop being timid and quiet about what we believe. Even in certain places. Amen. And if God calls you, God's going to bless you. Yeah. Many people who are rather not blessed, they are not blessed in a certain way because they didn't obey God when God called them. I know many people, God called them. You can see the people that God has called. You know, that's why when it comes to sometimes sin, let me just be very clear, sin. When, I, when people sin, like pastors fall into problems. 
I'm the last person to jump onto that problem. Because you see, the righteous people, eh, those who are righteous, like the person sitting by you, tell I, I, I hear you are one of the righteous people around. They don't want to lift one finger for God. The good people, ah! they don't want to lift a finger for Jesus Christ. But sometimes you see people, you see, God would take, God left this Esau was a good person, and Jacob was a thief and a cheater. And Jacob, I loved. Jacob, I loved. He loved the bad boys. The Bible. Two thirds of the Bible was written by Bedris. By three Medras. Medra number one, Moses. You know that he was wanted for murder in Egypt. He killed somebody and ran away. And when the government changed, there was an election in Egypt. They changed power. Then he came back. He was wanted for murder. He wrote Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Numbers, he wrote five. Second Medra, David. He killed his associates to get it, to marry his associate's wife. Well, I mean, this is big time. And he wrote most of the Psalms. And most of first and second Samuel is about him. His life and then whatever. Third Medra, yours truly, Apostle Paul. He wrote Philippians, Ephesians. We read every day, we read uh, Medra's books. The good angelic people don't like God, they don't want God when God sends them, they don't like such things. They are scripture union presidents, script, uh, uh, prefects of schools, class prefects, or oh, angelic type of people. I'm telling you. And you see some odd fellow come and say, can God use me? Say, come. These angels, whatever good scripture people, chapel prefects and what have you, they are not interested. Mass service. Altar boys. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, do you know any of these type of people the man is talking about? Do, do you know? Are you one? Are you one of those type of people? Huh? Yeah. Many of the people. You take somebody like Bishop Duncan Williams. I mean, what is his background? He has no school. No schooling. When he says he has no mates, it's not that he is he's like he's above people. He doesn't have he doesn't have a, a school that he went to. No, it's not an old student of any school. The real old students who are SU president, prefects, those who have never smoked a cigarette before, they don't want anything to do with preaching or God or prayer or no, no, no. no. And God will just go down and say, I've seen somebody who is, uh, 
smoking cocaine and I need him to serve me. So, ah, they want God. They like God. So I'm saying this, you see, because it may sound funny to you, but all through my life I've known SU presidents. These are the people have been my friends. I know them. SU president, vice presidents, prayer secretaries, prayer warriors, chapel priests. They don't want it. They don't want it. So I welcome all of you who want it to say, yes, Lord, I'm here. I want to serve you. I'm going to do your will. And it brings blessings. And people are never able to explain the blessings. They're always trying to figure you out. Get out of your country. Obey the call of God. Yes. I cannot attribute. Today, I don't know what so many things cost. Because it doesn't matter to me. I used to know how much is a corned beef. But today, I don't know how much is corned. By the grace of God. If I say I need corned beef, I will get, I will get a shop full of corned beef. I cannot even take it to my house. Where did that come from? It came from obeying God, not from being a doctor. It came from obeying God's calling. So don't be afraid of God. God, God, is, God is good. Even me, I don't want somebody to work for me and later say that I came to work for you and my whole life is spoiled. I don't have this. I don't, have, I don't like that. Even small me. I say even small me. I don't want somebody to work for me. So I work for you for so many years. And then look at how my life is. I don't have. I can't eat. I can't drink. I can't live. I don't like that. <laughs> even small me. How much more God. That he has called you. and said come and be my, come and be my servant. Ah. Greatness is your future. And the blessing comes from being obedient to God. Number two, he says, get away from your family. Listen, there are many parts of the call of God. It depends on you separating from some people who will never help you to fulfill the call of God. And one of the ways God separates you from people is through sometimes not your own obedience to separate, but them rejecting you. <laughs> the, people, the, people, the people themselves, we don't want you. We don't want you. We don't like you. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I, when I became, uh, what do you call it, a pastor, you know, to fulfill my call, I went to people that were already know. The first one said, huh? Some of you get up just now, you say you are called, instead of humbling yourself, going to Bible school, whatever, they say that, whatever. Pow! That was the first response. The second group I went to, they said, we no longer sow amongst thorns. We don't sow amongst thorns. That means that I am thorns, and it doesn't sow among thorns. Suddenly, we were on our own. I was on my own. Nobody to say we approve of you, we appoint you, we like you, here, lay hands on you, be blessed, nothing. That's why you notice our way of doing things is also quite unique. Because it's also God's way of establishing his calling in your life. Sometimes you don't have the spiritual greatness and spiritual wisdom to separate yourself from certain things. So God uses the people to reject you. So we, we don't want you. We don't want you. <laughs> you are not in our group. You are not acceptable. Yes, they're not part of us. 
Much of God's calling includes your rejection. I've been rejected more than seven times. I can mention, but it will not. It will be unpalatable to mention one by one. It will not be palatable. To, fine protocol will not allow me to do that. So I want you to look into your life and see where do you look odd, and you don't seem to be fitting into a group that wants you to fit into them. Don't be, don't be worried. Don't be worried. That's God's way. And follow God. It brings blessings. I will bless thee. All greatness comes from blessings. I will bless. Obey me. I will bless thee and make your name great. I will bless you and make you 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 great. All greatness comes from God blessing. Yes. So that's why I want you to be blessed. That's why I prayed for for you on uh, 31st. Because it's a it's a type of blessing. Yeah. Do you remember the woman who, who the woman that famous woman uh, woman that was loosed, the woman who was bent over. Yeah. When you read it, if you read the story, amazing. Jesus said woman that was loosed. But then he laid hands on her. And the spirit said, "Whom Satan has bound this uh, 18 years. He laid hands on them. Spirit went. So, laying hands. Yes, immediately she was. So, so the laying on hands made demons unstable in your life. Mm. He didn't just say woman that He laid hands on her. Laid hands on her and immediately she was made straight. Beautiful. It's only in Luke, this story. It's only here. So, I tell you, Greatness, because I'll bless thee and make you great. I'll bless you and make you great. I'll bless you. Always pray that you will hear a genuine blessing from a person of authority. And I say great blessings, they are short sentences. <laughs> if you are looking for long sentences. The biggest blessings and curses in the Bible, they are short sentences. <laughs> Very short a servant of servants you shall be. And then you cannot rise again. And girls, you know, girl people have a way of cursing their children. Yes. In, you know, girls talking. This you will be tired. It's a curse. What do you mean? You this means you'll be tired in life, you'll be tired in marriage, you'll be tired in this world, you'll be you'll find it difficult, you sweat. Hey. Do they say the trees do also the tree and the fountain? Where breath do they say it as talking? They just say it. The guns say it more. Do I always say such things? I don't think they say. Maybe they may do one or two things, but not too much say. Huh? They may mix one or two and then. <laughs> wow. What a blessing. Tell somebody I'm following Abraham. Amen.
Are you, are you sad that you are going to be separated from your family sometime for the purpose of God? Yeah. Genesis 49. Genesis 49. Genesis 49. Verse 22. Joseph. I want, you, I want you to see this and I want you to swallow it. You know, sometimes you swallow something, get stuck in your throat. But this one, I want it to go down deep. Because I think you need to know it. Joseph is a fruitful bow, even a fruitful bow by a well whose branches run over the wall. The archers have solely grieved him. This is the father saying the last blessings. This is Genesis 49, huh? So this is Jacob dying. Dying people, what they say. It's powerful. The archers have solely grieved him and shot at him, his brothers. They shot at him. You wicked, bad boy, we don't like you. Go out of our lives. And hated him. And his bow abode in strength. And the arms of his hand were made strong by the hands of the mighty God. So God made him strong even though people hated him. God is making you strong even though people hate you. God is making you strong. His hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd and the stone of Israel. Verse 25. Even by the God of thy father who shall bless thee with the blessings of heaven. Now he's blessed. He's beginning to bless Joseph. And he's explaining something. And with the blessings of the deep. Wow. And the blessings of the breasts. These are wonderful blessings. And the blessings of the womb. I can explain each one of these blessings. It will take us some time. (laughs) the blessings of heaven spiritual things the blessings of the deep all riches in this world are deep gold, oil, so everything is down, when you are blessed with the blessing of the deep you are blessed with the riches the blessings of the breasts that's the, the comforts and the enjoyment of life some of you are are staring at me you you don't understand it and the blessings of the womb children many things are from children spiritual, biological, non-biological Many of the things that God has blessed me are from children, non-biological, and also biological. My son is here. It's a blessing. Now, but notice verse 26. You are going to like 26. Do you like such scriptures, such things? Now, the blessings of thy father have prevailed. You see, the blessing is what it, 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 it overrides things. He said, the blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of thy progenitor. 
of my progenitor, that is my ancestors, unto the utmost bounds of the everlasting hills, it, 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 is, it will go as far as it needs to go. Notice. And they shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of him that was separated from his brethren. You see, God blesses people many times by separating them from their brethren. From him that was separate from his brothers. Yes. These blessings, the blessings of thy father have prevailed. Moreover, the hatred of these people has prevailed. The blessings of thy father have prevailed. It's like they won. The blessings won over the curse. Try to put him in a pit. Try to bury him. Try to forget about him. Try to exclude him. Try to make him vanish. But he couldn't vanish because the blessings of the father prevailed. Hey, what a verse. Blessings of thy father have prevailed. That's why I want you to receive more blessings so that the blessings will prevail over all wickedness that is against your life. And they shall be. Where, where will the blessings be? They shall be on the head. On the head of who? Joseph. And on the head, on the crown of the head of him, and he characterized him, who was separate from his brethren. Separate. Separate. That's what God told Abraham. Come out of your brothers and your sisters. I'm about to do something with you. Come on, come out, come out, come out of this family. Come out of this group. Come out of that fellowship. That, 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 that group that you were part of. Come out of that group. I want to bless you. Sit, sit down, sit down. Do you, my name is Heward Mills. Which Heward Mills do you see in my life? Do you see even if there's an uncle or an aunt or anybody Heward Mills in my life? <laughs> yes. The blessings have prevailed above. You see, I like that word. The blessings of your father have prevailed. Your father should bless you. That's why I talk to the children. I say that those of you who are quarreling with your fathers, it's a bad thing. And even if it's an uncle who look after, it's a bad thing. The blessings of your father have prevailed above. They've, they've taken you beyond. And they shall be on the head and on the crown of his head of he that was separate from his brethren. Let that soak in. Let that soak in. Don't be afraid of being separate. You know, being a half caste as I am, I'm often separated. Just so he's not from here. Go away, Obroni. This is as has always been since I was born. Ha! So when I was in secondary school, I suffered a lot. Punishment, wickedness, hatred. That chance I could be the only person awake at 3 a.m was a wicked man. Boy, second in, in school. Torturing me. Young. 
small half-caste boy in the school. I will be alone, awake. And I, I see it even up to today. I see it in the eyes of people. Oh, yes. All those things drew me to Christ. So I thank God for that. So you are not part of that. I am not. And I found Jesus. Yes. So your rejection opens you up to where God has actually planned for you. Don't be too sad. Don't be too worried. Yes. Huh? The blessings of your father have prevailed above the blessings of your progenitor. Even unto the everlasting hills, to the bounds, as far and as fast as you need to go. And they shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of his head, on him that was separate from his brethren. Look in your family and see you, you, you even look odd. Sometimes God shows me, you know, somebody told me yesterday, hey, you have brothers in the church. As I said, yeah. Because he met some, he's a brother of this bishop. So he's a brother. I have brothers, I have sisters. Sometimes they are special. There's two of them, two in a family like that. It's quite sometimes unusual. Don't be worried. This is rather the road. And accept new relationships. When my father died, who was sitting by my side? Bishop Saki. Bishop Saki, Bishop, they became my brothers. When they, when they died, they were sitting one is here. My father's body was in front of him. We were sitting there, sitting there. They became my family. Don't be shy of your new family. Okay? Are you still around? Or you are leaving? Look at Psalm 65. We are closing with that one. It's, it's, it's also very nice. It's, ni- it's a nice verse. Look at it. Some toffee for you to go home with. Eesh. Is it fantastic? Psalm 65. When God calls you, don't, 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 don't run away. Praise waited for thee, O God, in Zion. Verse 2. O thou that hearest prayer, and to thee shall all flesh come. Beautiful. Verse 3. Iniquities prevail against me. As for our transgressions, thou shalt purge them away. How many are glad that God is going to scrub your iniquities? Look at this one. Magic. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest. When God chooses you and say, hey, you, in your family, out of your family, come, you, come. Look at it. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee. What a blessing! That he may dwell in thy courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of thy holy temple. Beautiful. Huh? So when God calls you, say, hey, you, you, you know, I need you to, I need you to sing for me. Either could have been singing in nightclubs. She'll be singing, dancing. Hey! But she's singing for the Lord. This young man who played this uh, beautiful Orchestra. You want to hear that orchestra again? Hey! It could have been doing any useless work anywhere. When I saw him the other day, I saw him somewhere. I said, I wish I was your manager. 
Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. You are a nice person who God has a great plan for. You are not intestine for bad and useless things. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest. Even me, my small life, I choose people. Huh? My small world, I choose. Look at our new president. He started choosing people. Yes. And all those who were chosen, who are being chosen now, were not chosen four years ago because Charlie, they were, they, I don't know, they were not qualified. <laughs> How people want to be chosen now? Hey! People are dying. Choose me. President Nana, choose me. Please choose me. I would like to be your minister. Please, please forget about all the words I said about, about you that you could not win an election. Please forget it. But who is President Nana? Few years. Well, it's initially four years. We don't know how long it will be. Huh? What about God? When we get to heaven, then they'll start clapping. Not, I mean, five millions of people clapping for you. So from today, when you sense God choosing you, God calling you, huh? Just start saying, Lord, thank you. And God, God is calling, God is calling some of us to be kings. He, he has made us kings and priests. So some of us are going to be heads. And this time I want to see that. You know, I'm interested in that part now. I'm interested in that part. Those of you who are in the secular, yes. I want you to identify yourself as believers from the word go. You say you have to do politics by telling lies. No. You can do politics without, without all the hypocrisy. You can do business without stealing. You can do good things without doing all the bad things. That they say, oh, you can't do any business without doing this. You can't do this without this. You can't do this without that. You can. You can. You're hardworking. You can. And you will. I'm going to see nothing less than 100 millionaires coming out of the church. Yes. Did you hear what I said? I said, I'm going to see not less than hundred million dollar millionaires, of course. Dollar millionaires. Do you believe it? Are you going to be one of those hundred millionaires? And I'm going to see more than a hundred bishops coming out of. And many pastors' wives. Tonight's love concert is all about beloved doses and relationships. There are going to be special songs like Kobe G. Hi James. (laughs) 
shake the person next to you and say, stand up, look. Congratulations, God has chosen you and I know you are going to be great. In Jesus' name. Lift your hand and thank God for greatness. Lift your hands and thank God for greatness in your life. Father, we thank you for your blessing today, for guiding us by your mighty, mighty Holy Spirit. Blessings abound in our lives because of your goodness. Thank you for greatness for all these children, Lord, that are here today. Everyone here, thank you, thank you, thank you for the blessings that come. Blessed is the man that you choose. Thank you for the blessings that have prevailed. Above hatred, above all those wicked things to try to put us down. We give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, lay your hand on your heart and receive an impartation of God's God-given greatness. May God make you great. May God raise you up. And may God's spirit be on you as it was on Jesus. And may you be transformed into a great person. You are no more a source of concern and a source of problem to people, but a source of blessing. Father, I thank you for the blessing that is beautiful on everyone here today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you want to give your life to Jesus, maybe, maybe someone invited you and you want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to God today. Please pray for me. Pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I don't know. Maybe you may go to hell if you don't give your life to Jesus today. Because you don't know Jesus as your savior. You need to take Jesus as your savior. You need to be born again. If you are here like that, pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. Then lift your right hand. Just your right hand up high like this. Lift it up high. God bless you. Lift it up high. Help me. I want to give my life to Jesus Please pray with me. God bless you. God bless. I see all your hands. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see. If you've lifted your hand, Pastor, help me. I want Jesus. I want to give my life to God. Then come with your hand lifted up. Come to me in front here. Just come. Come and stand right here. I'm going to pray with you here. And you go back to your seat. God bless you. Quickly. Quickly. Giving your life. God bless you. Come all the way. Come all the way. Come all the way. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I'm sorry for all my sins. Wash me, Lord, with the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me, Lord, from all my mistakes. Say after me, Jesus, today I open my heart. Come into my life. Change my life. Please write my name in the book of life. I thank you, Lord. From today, I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. I love you. I thank you. And from today, I belong to God. 
I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. And I will serve Jesus Christ. I am born again. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I want to give you one of my books as a present, a Christmas present. Would you like my book? All right, they are giving to you right away. Just receive it and it says how to be born again and avoid hell. Do you want to avoid hell? At all costs. How can you go from Ghana to hell? People are going from Ghana to heaven and you are going from Ghana to hell. Never. In Jesus' name, it will not happen. Amen. So when we close, all of you in front here who are holding this book, come to the side over there and we are going to meet with you for just five minutes before you go. Don't go without coming there to meet with us. All right? It's a blessing. God bless you. You may be seated. You may go back to your seats. And um, we are going to receive our communion. We have communion every Sunday. Now, the other, Benny Hinn may be coming to visit us actually next month. Now, sit down, sit down, sit down. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Now, I heard the other day Benny Hinn was saying, please quickly receive the communion that there are more miracles in the Catholic church now than any other church. Many miracles. And there are many, you know, we've heard of, that's why they they put those statues sometimes, miracles happen there. So, the Bible says, the cup of blessing that we bless, is it not the communion of the Lord? The cup of blessing. Remember I was talking to you about blessings? Look at this beautiful scripture. The cup of blessing. So this morning you are about to receive what? A cup of all that you are going to pour into your mouth is blessings. Hey! This is what we call drinkable blessings. Chewable blessings. Huh? Is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? And then the bread which we break. Huh? Is it not the communion of the body of Christ? So today as you are about to receive this bread and this wine, whatever the drink is, that they give, what do they give you? Is it wine? Is it real wine? Sometimes. But mine is always real wine. So I feel it burning in me. So I really have the faith when I, when I take it up. I'm really receiving something fire. You can bring your own wine because we do it every week. Yeah. Those of you who fly on the planes, always ask for a bottle of wine. They'll give you free. Yeah. Next time. Tell your neighbor, next time, your next flight. Sons of God, let's stand to our feet. The sisters, we are one. And our lives have just begun.
Father, as we come before your table, before this bread, thank you that the body of Jesus was broken for us, that we might be healed. By his stripes, we are healed. Thank you for miracles that are happening as we receive this body. Thank you for healings of cancers, tumors, blood diseases, incurable conditions, wickedness from the devil are broken today as we receive this bread and as we receive this body. Whatever is not correct in us is corrected as we receive the body of Jesus Christ. Thank you for your blessing. Jesus name the body of Jesus and now whatever is poisonous in you will be neutralized by this cup of blessing any curse that was spoken against you this week is neutralized by the cup of blessing. Any poison, any sickness, any infirmity in your life is neutralized. Jesus said, whosoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has life. As you take this cup, whatever is found in Christ's life will be found in you. Whatever cannot be found in Christ's life cannot be found in you from today. The cup of blessing. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross the I love the old cross. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners must live. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross. blessing. Father, everyone who walked to church here today receives this blessing. Anyone who came through these doors receives this blessing. The blessings of the Father that prevail against the hatred and against the attacks and against the wickedness that is in this world. Thank you for the blessing that is on the crowns of the heads of everyone that is gathered here with lifted hands today. 
whatever is not working in our life last year by the blessing of the Lord is caused to start working now in Jesus name whatever is dark in last year dark, dark spots dark places the light of God shines into it right now in Jesus name greatness begins to grow, greatness emerges, greatness begins to sprout in the lives of all these children by the blessings of Jehovah I will bless thee and make thee great may the blessing of the father make you a great person in Jesus name whoever stands as an obstacle as a hindrance as an opposition to the will of God in your life is cleared away from there now in the name of Jesus Christ your way is now clear your way is now clear go forth and prosper go forth and be blessed for the cup of blessing has been received by you today and the blessing of the Lord is over your life lift your hand and say I am blessed today in the mighty name of Jesus Amen God bless you and you may be seated We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you.